today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Liberal Councillor Judy Partridge is uh, stirring the pot a little bit about what's happening with the ward boundary issue now. We told you, of course, that the dates have been set for the uh, Ontario Municipal Board hearing about Hamilton's ward boundaries, uh, something the council should have dealt with many years ago. And uh, they kind of sort of did when they came up with their own ideas. And uh, at least one citizen, uh, I'm sure there are many others involved in this, uh, spoke out against this. And, of course, Mark Richardson was on the program last week. He's the one who filed the uh, petition with the OMB. But uh, is this stirring the pot? Is it fear-mongering? Uh, should we be fearful that ward boundaries could change the way that the city is governed, that uh, some areas are going to get shortchanged? Some would suggest that we need to change the boundaries to avoid that sort of thing. Uh, they'll have that debate, obviously, at the OMB later on, but clearly it's uh, starting to show its head again around the Hamilton area. Joining us to talk about this is Larry Deany, former mayor of the city of Hamilton, and uh, always a welcome guest on the program. Good morning, Larry. How are you doing today? Good morning, Bill. I am fine. And yes, the debate rages on, even on social media. Well, yeah, back and forth uh, after the uh, the piece that Andrew Dreschel wrote about this today. We've been talking about it over the last few weeks on this program as well. Uh, first of all, your your, your comments about uh, Councillor Partridge's uh, and, and Councillor Pursuit of the two Flamborough Councillors' uh, assertion that uh, that if we were to go with either one of these suggestions about changing ward boundaries, that would be a bad thing. Well, so it would have implications, whether bad or good, um, um you know, is is something we can talk about. But certainly this is an important topic. It's not being talked about. It's not really on the radar uh, of most Hamiltonians, people that I talk to. Certainly when they mention municipal issues, mention other things other than ward boundary representation. It's a little bit of inside baseball for most people, but it does have significant uh, implications, or it can have significant implications, not only to how we are governed, as a municipality, who represents us as a municipality, but also some tax implications around services, levels of service, and who pays for what. And so it's something that we really need to pay attention to and connect those dots uh, in order to have a meaningful debate. And right now, I don't think uh, there has been one. Well, let's talk about some of the implications, or uh, and some would suggest, Larry, perceived implications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, perceived implications as well, because I've always maintained, quite frankly, that how you're elected, um, that is, you know, the ward system that elects councillors, and what your responsibilities are as a councillor are two different things. And the last thing you want to do is cement in people's minds that those who elect you are your only responsibility as a councillor. In fact, you have pan-municipal responsibilities, board of directors kind of uh, responsibilities that transcend all the wards in the city. And so to make, um, uh, you know, a a case and the only case for the representation of the people who elect you to the table, um, I think gives short shrift to the larger purpose that councillors should have. All right. And and that's an argument that we heard uh, post or pre-amalgamation, really, and even during the process. And of course, you know, they, we kicked this around as a city council for a number of years, and then finally the government came in and opposed regional government and, and the amalgamated city. I mean, so Hamilton is twice blessed or twice cursed, I guess, depending on your point of view when it comes to how the province has dealt with us. But but when are we going to get over this us versus them idea between the suburbs and, and the inner city? Well, absolutely, and and that is very divisive. And, uh, and I know um, I personally worked very hard. Uh, when I was involved uh, politically to take positions, even before I became mayor, and therefore it was my responsibility to look after 
uh, the whole municipality, but even when I was a councillor, take positions that advance the cause for the whole city. And I know you did the same, Bill. Uh, lots of times when there was crossover interest in, in uh, issues that, uh, uh, that had nothing to do with our ward, and that's the way it should be. Uh, and, and unfortunately, by stoking these fires right now, these flames right now, uh, is, is reviving, I fear, and Councillor Partridge made that point in the, in the paper this morning, as did Councillor Pasuda. It may be reviving what people seem to think is a dead issue, and that is the angst that uh, former municipalities uh, uh, felt when, uh, when they were forced to amalgamate. Now, I happen to think that, that there's great blessings and, and, and we can point to some real strengths uh, and, uh, and some real uh, good things happened as a result of amalgamation. But one of them was not the democratic will of those lower-tier communities that didn't want to join this union unwillingly, um, but rather would have preferred a different model. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.